What's up, guys? Welcome to the channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe, smash that bell, get notifications every time a video is posted, and also subscribe to our podcast, newsletter, Twitter, TikTok, Substack, Medium, Mastodon? <laughs> no stir? No. Is it no stir? I'm just saying you should subscribe, Arik. I'm not, I'm not picky about which. <laughs> Fun fact, despite a blue whale's massive size, it could never swallow a human being because the throat is only four to eight inches wide. Okay, now we know this is not true because of the story of Jonah. Well, Jonah and the <laughs> whale. <laughs> I'm, I'm as, really as hoping. It it's a famous yeah. story, which, of course, I did some adjacent research on that. Did you really? Because uh, I, I know a lot about that. So, so I don't know. Maybe you can tell us. Maybe I'm, my guess would be you're, you're probably better equipped to, to go in depth on Jonah <laughs> and the whale. But my understanding in my research, of course, you start researching people being eaten by whales. It's yeah. important that you also look up the relevant Hebrew stories uh, <laughs> that may, may reference this, but at least when I'm doing podcasts with you, that the, the Jonah and the whale, apparently, as yeah. I, in my research led me to NK, it doesn't actually say, certainly no, doesn't say not, that it's a blue whale. It's not a whale. It doesn't even say it's a whale at all. It just says no, it's a big fish. It's a big so it's fish. actually Jonah. And the big fish. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to know, maybe you know, why, like, if they know how it became a whale in popular consciousness. I, I saw a little bit about that. Like, in some languages, like, there isn't, like, uh, like the word whale kind of means big fish. I think there's some of that. Mm. It wasn't also super well understood. People didn't understand whales very well until, like, the 1800s when people, or 1700s, when people right. started hunting them. And they yeah. understood them better. Like, if you look at some, there's, like, depictions of Jonah and the whale that is sort of meant to be a whale from, like, hundreds of years ago. And the but whale looks, looks like a big fish. It's like yeah. a really, really big fish that's obviously <laughs> just a giant. I'm like, yeah. and a shark is a big fish technically, but like, no, like a fishy fish, like a giant carp is kind of like yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, uh, I named my youngest son Yona. Right. And uh, and that story is my favorite biblical story. And I, not to get too off track for the size of a whale's throat, which is fascinating, <laughs> but I will say that the reason I like that story is in brief is because. It's the only time I think that uh, God tells someone to do something and they're like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm good. When and isn't it wasn't the story he was like, Yeah, yeah, sure, God, I'll do that thing for you. And then he's like, I'm not gonna I'm gonna get out of here. Like he just he, runs away. Yeah, he runs away. Yeah. But did and he agreed before he ran away, didn't he? In the story. Like God said, Go do this thing, go to the city and I don't know, tell them they suck or something. And then they Yeah, yeah I'm a I'm obviously a biblical scholar. And then <laughs> and then he agreed to do it, and then he like tried to run away uh i don't remember the, him agreeing or maybe, maybe. He didn't. but anyway he no, ran maybe, away and he didn't he do did. the thing uh, he, well he eventually did do the thing but he right. had to get sucked into a whale right and then as i understand it uh he got eaten by a big fish as a consequence um and then he had to sit there for a few days and think about it and then when he yeah. repented slash prayed or whatever it is he sort of came around on the thing like maybe it would be better to do the thing that god asked me that God commanded the fish to throw vomit him back up again. He went and did the thing and everything worked out. Okay. Well, he just, yeah, he kind of, I mean, we're really very far off the topic here, but <laughs> this is really he, about blue whales throats. He, he, uh, he, 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 you know, he goes on a boat to run away and then there's like a terrible storm. And he realizes at that moment that he's bringing his own problems onto other people. Right. And so then he right. tells them to throw him overboard because it'll solve their problems, which they do. But then God, I guess, sends a fish to swallow him to rescue him from that situation, oh. who then brings him to the shore by the place he needs to go right. and spits him out. And at that point, he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And then he goes and tells them, and it's like a Sodom and Gomorrah vibe thing where they're yeah. like, 
he tells them, oh, you know, God says that if you don't change your ways, it's going to be trouble. And then they do. They change their uh, ways. He, he, they do. And he's sitting there waiting for them to decide. And he's like sitting out in the sun. So God like makes a tree for him to have shade underneath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they, they do. And he gets really mad at God because he's like, uh, I, why did I have to come here and do like nothing cool happened? <laughs> like they just they just changed their way oh they're cool and they're good now you're good like this is so dumb and then uh so god's reaction to that this is the other thing i love about the story god's reaction to that is to kill the tree he takes the shade back it's like fine if you're gonna be a dick about it no well and jonah's like what the hell i i that's my i love that tree that's my tree and the god is like you've you had that tree for like one day and you're this mad about it i've known all the people in this city forever you, you know like get a clue man like, yeah, we Come wanted on. them to change their ways. Like that's the good outcome. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I just I like the idea of of because you know prophets in general, I would say, you know, they hear voices and whatever, and then they're like, yes, I will do this thing mm-hmm, that I have mm-hmm. been instructed to do that I believe is coming from God, and he's just like, mm, I'm good. Like I have other things to be doing, my man. I don't. I'm not your delivery service. I'm not your messenger. Did, did uh, you? You know? Do you ever come across the like speculation that apparently it's like not the standard interpretation but there's like a meaningful amount of of history or scholars i should say on on, um this stuff that think that this story maybe had been originally satirical Uh, oh that it was like referencing something else huh uh and then over time it came to be taken like more meaningful more seriously I, like I, heard that. I have not heard that that's super interesting i would love to hear about that i will say that in my brain uh, I love this story for the reasons mentioned, but I also like mix it a little bit with uh, Pinocchio. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he, he yeah, also yeah. ends up in a, apparently a situation which is not possible, which is the point of your, <laughs> which is the point of the whole fact. Hey, the fact you can't get eaten by whale. Well, but not what? Just blue whales or any whale? Oh, good point. Good catch there. I said you can't get eaten by a blue whale or any other baleen whale. These are the whales that are giant, got two hundred tons yeah individuals out there and they have these big instead of teeth they have these big strainers in their mouth which you can't mm. you can get into a blue whale's mouth i don't recommend it but there's actually stories not as much of blue whales uh they tend to be like spend most of the time really really deep um there is occasionally uh stories about people who claim to have been in a humpback whale's mouth okay um but then basically the, the whale will end up spitting them out um, if you did you did your research indicate to you if you did end up in a blue whale's mouth would that end poorly for you well i think in part it would probably end poorly for you because like you would be like thousands of feet below the ocean which is like not ideal that's not ideal and also but i mean like would their strainers be enough to like chomp you like no they don't like to mush you no like like certainly their tongue could mush you if they tried but the the sense the sense people got is that like if you end up in a baleen's whale's mouth like there's a reasonable chance that that's like a non-fatal circumstance wow because it's not trying to eat you and it doesn't want big things like like you know there's much smaller mammals than humans that whales will not try to eat like they won't won't, they they can't eat it and they don't want it in their mouth they want to eat lots and lots and lots of like little krill and teeny i mean they tiny fish yeah in just ridiculous quantities just a just a insane like an amount that i think we talked about this even on the show before like an amount that is that really makes you question like how many of those yeah it's like mind mind boggling like yeah like like, trillions of krill you're like trillions really like yep um yeah like are there as many krill like are there enough krill to like you know uh uh 
shuffle the deck the same time twice like that yeah exactly the krill we're talking uh, about. which the answer is no there are the not enough, but, but there clearly is definitely to... not because we're talking about atoms in the universe but it's a lot of krill though that being said there yeah. is arguably one whale that maybe could have ever swallowed a person, and this is the whale that is often featured in these fanciful stories where mm. you have things, which is the sperm whale. Okay, which one's the killer whale? That's the blue the whale, killer right? whale's The killer whale is the orca, like the black and white one. Okay, like and a, that they're, one They're like a big dolphin. They're, they're not, not eating, eating people. No. No. Okay. Uh, they but have, the... there's like one, I think, case ever that a that a captive orca killed somebody who is a trainer of theirs that was like supposedly mistreating them, but not to eat them. Um, and they're not, their mouth and throat and stuff. Is too Where did small. they get the name killer whale? That it seems like a very inaccurate. Well, they kill name. seals. Oh, okay. So they are killing stuff. Just yeah. not you. Yeah. Just but, not there, people. but there is a whale. You said, was it the humpback whale? Sperm, the sperm, sperm whale, whale is the largest tooth whale. So it's like a relative of the, the orca. Okay. Uh, the largest tooth whale, uh, like Moby Dick, you know, if you think of Moby Dick, it's, I, it's an albino, uh, an albino sperm whale. Yeah. And so oh, okay. the, the sense is that, you know, the sperm whales actually eat a lot of squid, like quite large squid sometimes. Okay. And so they have a larger throat to accommodate that. Um, and they have teeth and they're quite, they're not as big as a blue whale, but they're the largest of the te- tooth whales. And so the thought is like, it seems like yeah, maybe a person could be eaten by a sperm whale, maybe. But okay. it seems like there's pretty much consensus that this would be an unsurvivable like you're not hanging out in the stomach of the whale <laughs> lighting a little fire in there <laughs> sending smoke signals out there there's other things that happen in the stories about what, how would you i mean I, I isn't like a stomach there's not there's no oxygen in there right like it's like well there's at least some oxygen in there but the but um, it's mostly like like digestive fluids and stuff, yeah and right? it's, it's apparently sperm whales have like uh, the multiple stomach set up kind of like mm. uh, cows and stuff too maybe it so, depends which stomach you're in yeah well i mean they kind of they're kind of sequential but apparently the first stomach is already no good um where because you sperm whales don't chew their food or whales in general don't chew their food even toothed whales um they mostly just use the teeth to bite things and then pull them into their mouth and oh, then okay. then it's actually the first stomach like kind of like crushes the food oh cr- so you'd be crushed that's what kind of what i was implying with the thing before but you'd be be cr- that would be a really awful yeah it would be no good and then no. but but you would probably want to die in the first stomach because the second stomach is full of acid which you won't be surprised to learn that's so probably yeah, okay, worse yeah. than the crushing one uh so you, yeah. you could maybe be eaten by sperm whale but there's a lot of this kind of like uh, it's fairly borderline and it definitely doesn't seem like there's any examples of anyone any sperm whale ever trying to eat one and it definitely mm. seems like there's stories occasionally of people claiming that they were in a sperm whale's stomach and came back out again but scientists are pretty sure that that's not that's a bit of a tall tale <laughs> um so this is one of those kind of like uh, in in the general, in the maybe not quite to the like number of shuff, times you can shuffle a deck. In general, <laughs> you, you it is uh, it is the, n- love, not worth worrying about being eaten by a whale. I love that that is now our our <laughs> our standard for <laughs> our standard for should you worry about something, which is a very 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 specific standard. Like I feel yes. like things Just, can be way more likely than that, <laughs> and it's still okay not to worry about them. Yeah, being being eaten by a sperm whale is way more likely than the deck fully being shuffled coming up twice as is basically any other event you could conceive of um but it is still like it's still debatable if it is literally ever happened some number of people every year die from a vending machine falling on them oh yeah that's like way more but i don't worry about that yeah I don't spend yeah. my time going, oh, no. But the thing that is substantially more likely than a uh, sperm whale eating you 
is a baleen whale, like a like a humpback whale, accidentally ingesting you into their mouth. If if you're dinging around and like a whale's around there and they're at the surface or whatever, it's still very unlikely. But it's one of those things that like it's plausible. This is a thing that happens to people every once in a blue moon. It, but it seems like, like you just don't swim around a bunch of krill and you're probably fine. Yeah, like it would be difficult to do this and be like, "What the heck? There was a whale here." And yeah, <laughs> how would you not know there was a giant? Whales are very big. Yes, I feel like I would know that there was a whale coming. Now, had, having said that, I could imagine a whale getting near you and you j- some people would panic and not move yeah well i mean like how maneuverable are you when you're swimming in the middle of the ocean or whatever but and also if you're thousands of feet down i don't know what you're doing yeah yeah but, yeah yeah so if, you, I just if you're wearing I'm, a krill costume if you're dressed up as a giant krill <laughs> like, and the whale is like oh my god then delicious. i might question what you were doing yeah then you're kind of asking for it but if you're asking for yeah. it because you're like man i want to be that guy who's camped out in the whale's stomach in summary, you're not probably gonna you're not gonna get eaten by a well. I mean, just it that is really good there. to know. Thank yeah. you. That was on my list of things to worry about, and now it's not. Well, I see these videos where you there's a like gifts and stuff like that, or obviously video the gifts come from a video where you'll see like whales breaching near people, mm-hmm. like you know, some of the humpbacks and things like that that yeah. will come to the surface sometimes, and uh, and it looks terrifying, and you're like, man, like it seems like they might just kind of eat you. They might nibble on you a little bit. You, well, you think they might, except apparently they're, that's no, not, they nibbling is not a, a verb in their They repertoire. can't nibble. They're, they're not nibblers. No, they have no nibble ability. No. Zero. Yeah. No. Well, thank you for clearing that up. You're welcome. Believe it or not, I also have a animal taxonomy fact. Oh, yeah. Well, that is one of the corners. <laughs> it, is, it is now. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact, dinosaurs aren't actually all extinct. Isn't this from? Didn't we specifically have this as a fact last episode? In yeah, the and you list? and you told me to go do more research. Yeah, so, well, okay. So, so all right. <laughs> so, so after that episode, editing that episode, I was listening to back to my my protest. I'm like, well, you're saying dinosaurs aren't extinct, but like, is this it? like there must be some debate about that? But then I realized that that's not really what I was trying to say. Like, what I'm trying to say is like this is like the pedantic fact. That dinosaurs aren't extinct is like the tomatoes are a fruit. So when you say eat your vegetables, and you're like, that's not a vegetable, it's a fruit. Like it's, I think it's kind of like that. So I was going to say this at the end, but yes, maybe the beginning is best. I will acknowledge that when people are talking about dinosaurs being extinct, this isn't what they mean. <laughs> like they want there to be like a stegosaurus or like a brachiosaurus just like hanging out at a zoo so they could see what it looks like. Right. They want like yes. Jurassic Park minus presumably most of the movie but it so it i i <laughs> the get, first like third of the movie i get that i do but i think it's an important point and anyway you challenged me to research this more i and did I, and i, I did. did so now we're okay. going to talk now about i've made my bed yeah <laughs> that's right. tell, okay tell me how much dinosaurs aren't extinct. you were very skeptical so i will say that it's not that shocking to me that you were skeptical because in looking at this I learned that this is actually a fairly newish consensus among scientists. Mm, okay. It, I found a, a, a cool New York Times article about it from 2016 that I'll put in the show notes, which was about a exhibit at the American Museum of Natural History called Dinosaurs Among Us. Mm. That was like kind of one of the earliest, like very mainstream presentations about, of this idea. And they were really excited to like change people's perception to line up with what sort of paleontologists and scientists were sort of agreed on Mm -hmm. the idea the actual idea the original idea 
which, by the way, to <laughs> to say this, in case you don't remember or didn't listen to the last episode, the reason dinosaurs are not extinct is because birds are dinosaurs. Yes. So yeah. uh, all birds are dinosaurs, and they didn't go extinct. So when the uh, Cambrian extinction happened 66 million years ago, all a lot of dinosaurs went extinct, but not all of them. But that idea actually starts from the 1860s. But for a very, very long time, it was like a debated topic between paleontologists and ornithologists and things like that. And the person who originally brought it up was pointing at like a a dinosaur like Archaeopteryx to say like, look, this looks like a mixture of like a lizard and a bird. And like, Mm. doesn't this seem like and Darwin was very concerned about it because it seemed like it maybe poked holes in the theory of evolution. But in fact, it kind of justifies it in the end. But so at any rate, at this point in 2023, it's pretty much uh, fully settled. And like, for example, if you look at Wikipedia, the entire thing is written based on the starting point that everyone agrees on this. And the final link was when they started finding lots and lots of dinosaurs, including velociraptor skeletons that had feathers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Specifically in China, apparently there were like just a lot of dinosaur fossils found in China over the last like 15 years or so that all have feathers and not all of them could fly. And they just like led eventually to an acceptance of a theory that had been around for a long time that bird evolution basically begins in the jurassic period and uh if you're not familiar the jurassic period is the middle period of the three eras that make up the mesozoic era when dinosaurs existed so it's like a triassic jurassic uh, cretaceous and those are the and it spans like hundreds of millions of years and that's sort of when dinosaurs lived but so the earliest birds who are the sort of ultimate ancestors of the birds that we see today are derived from a specific theropod dinosaur clade called Paravis or Paravis. And I'm going to butcher every single term in hmm. here. And actually in learning more about this, I will tell you that there does not even seem to be a correct pronunciation of a lot of the words involved in paleontology. It seems like there's multiple and it's kind of whatever, uh, which is kind of annoying, but anyway, so uh, this leads to what is now considered to be a, a primary division in dinosaurs of two groups, avian dinosaurs, AKA birds and non-avian dinosaurs which are all the dinosaurs that are not birds and that's when people think when generally 99.9 percent of the time when someone uses the term dinosaur what they're referring to is the non-avian dinosaurs it's true but they're also referring to a lot of things that aren't dinosaurs anyway so right because yeah yeah (laughs) there's a whole there's other things that it's like large animal large lizards that lived in the jurassic era a lot of things that lived at the same time as dinosaurs like for example pteranodon which is a pterosaur not a dinosaur. Mm. And even though they can fly, they're not birds. Yeah. And other non-dinosaurs are like mosasaurs or plesiosaurs, all the water lizards. The water ones, yeah. And Demetrodon, which looks like a dinosaur, but died 40 million years before the first dinosaur, right? So all of them are reptiles. Some of them live in the water. Some of them live in the sky, but none of them were dinosaurs. I think there's a bit of like a, <clears throat> there's a bit of a problem in terms of terminology that happens in science where sometimes you'll have, and this has definitely happened multiple times. Sometimes there's like, isn't there an entire, like people think of, is it Brontosaurus as like a, well, no, a so the, and the Brontosaurus is like not even used anymore. No, Brontosaurus but, is back. So that's the oh, fun back thing now. about that. Right, okay. Yeah, Brontosaurus left because they were like, oh, it's actually just a patasaurus. But now they realize, no, it is actually It is actually a separate thing. It's a bad example. But no, my but point is that like, yeah. like we in popular culture and as non-paleontologists yeah. often want to refer to the large extinct reptiles that once 
ruled the earth, right. you know? Yeah. And, and the term dinosaur used to also be used by paleontologists to mean that. But then now paleontologists are like, actually, we're going to, we're going to refine what we mean when we say dinosaur to mean a subset of those, yeah. but also chickens. Yeah. And so, so then it, it, the popular yeah. culture is like, okay, well, that's great. But also like, I would like a word to refer to all of the large reptiles that used to roam the earth. Well, um, ra- rather what than, word would you like best rather, use for that? <laughs> rather than coming up with that word, we're going to do all of that dividing because I... I'll, uh, how about I'll just call them dinos? Uh, okay, th- fine. For the... I don't know. I'll think about it. Well, maybe we could workshop that. Okay, but well, so, not dino, and then you can one-up that. If you come with a better name for <laughs> the all the dinosaurs that are the non-avian dinosaurs and then the dinosaur-like things and the and the flying dinos but they're not dinos and the the you know trident <laughs> or what is the, yeah. the guys the ones with the dimetrodons all the little plastic Dimetrodon, figurines yeah, i had yeah, which I, it's a cool yeah dimetrodon's a cool one with the sail and so it kind of yeah. looks like a spinosaurus but walks on four legs yeah. so i find all of the so in reading about this i found everything very complicated mm-hmm. and i think that's partially because i last studied biology in high school but also because i think yeah to your point they just like keep as this has evolved and like you know we think of growing up in our time period we think of dinosaur knowledge as a fairly like old thing but they actually only started finding any of this stuff in like the 1700s and that wasn't Mm -hmm. even dinosaurs like the first thing they found was um mosasaur uh mosasaurus in in the netherlands and that was the first time they even found any proof that there had ever been an extinct animal and people didn't believe it because they were like well no there's no animals don't go extinct right mm-hmm. so that was like in the 1700s mosasaurus is a swimming one mosasaurus is a swimming lizard with with big flippers uh that stayed near the surface and and uh breathed air but like you get you, it's not even until the 1800s that they start finding dinosaur bones and then i mean even today like all the dinosaurs we see are like incredibly inaccurate like i mean not that anyone knows for sure what they look like but things like um a lot of the dinosaurs we see assume that they had absolutely no fat. Yeah. Which is just not realistic for any animal that exists. So well, some animals have are very low fat. Like there's some quite lean animals, but then there's also some animals that are really like round and well insulated. And then we just don't know from looking at the bones or it's hard to guess. That's right. If you look at the bones, if you draw penguin bones. dinosaur <laughs> style around bones of existing animals, it's hilarious. It looks awesome. We should link those. I think we've probably talked about that before. And but. then also, like, um, you know, famously T-Rexes are shown with, like, very serious bared teeth. Yes. And while they do, in fact, have very serious teeth, they had lips, right? Mm. So, like, they weren't just, like, teeth out all the time. But anyway, so I, I, I want to, like, try to break down, first of all, what is a dinosaur and then why are birds dinosaurs? So, um, mostly because I learned it and I want to share it with all of the factors. So, yeah. to start with, what is a dinosaur? And I find it funny because at this point in time, to your point, dinosaur is defined as the most recent common ancestor of triceratops and modern oh. birds. I mean, that's a fairly arbitrary choice. I mean, I'm I definitely agree. down with triceratops getting special treatment because that's my favorite dinosaur. That's also my son's favorite dinosaur. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, that is fairly arbitrary. <laughs> it, I agree. Well, it's it's actually it's not. It's it's very particularly chosen so that it encompasses exactly the things they want to call dinosaurs and exactly not the things they don't want to. But like, w- but like, why do but they want because, to call those things because dinosaurs? Because specifically dinosaurs are reptiles that have hind limbs that are held erect beneath the body. Oh, hind limbs that are held erect underneath the body. Okay. Yeah, so it's a specific hip design, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then, then they take dinosaurs, so that's the top-level term, right? 
And they classify that into various subgroups like they do with all animal families. And at the very top, there are two primary groups that divide off. And I don't know how either of them are supposed to be said, but I'm going to call them Ornithischia and Saurischia. Inside those groups are the top-level families like Ankylosaurians, Stegosaurians, Ceratopsians, which includes your favorite Triceratops, Pachycephalosaurians, Ornithopods like Lambiosaurus, Theropods like Tyrannosaurus rex, and Sauropodomorphs like Diplodocus. Now, previously, until recently, birds were considered to be a separate class of animal that evolved from dinosaurs. Right. But now the majority of paleontologists reject that classification because the idea is that in order for a group to be a normal group, all descendants of members of a group are included in the group. In other words, if a if the if the dinosaur group evolves to mean birds, then birds are dinosaurs. And so birds are therefore in the dinosaur subgroup Maniraptora, which are coelurosaurs, which are theropods, which are saurischians, which are dinosaurs. So Wait a minute. So I let me clarify or see if I can get an yeah. understanding on this thing of they're saying if a group evolves from another group then that no, not evolves group. from another group if a group has and if you are if you evolved inside a group you are also a member of that group all the descendants of the group even if it's been millions and millions of years are also members of the group so like what is the case then like Maybe I'm just not understanding when because that seems like that would always be true. Like mammals evolved from lizards, so does that mean all mammals are lizards? Mammals did not evolve from people did not evolve from lizards. Um, in fact, but, did, uh, I but that didn't wasn't away. like weren't aren't mammals common ancestor? Ha, doesn't mammals common ancestor have a lizard ancestor? I I guess not. I didn't actually dive into what, this. What, part. It, what is it? What 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 was the first? Let's mammal? put a pin in that one because I don't know and I don't want to say. It has to come from some. The first mammal had to come from a non. Right. So whatever whatever grouping that involves, we would still be a member of that group. Yes. And so if, so and if it's if that was a lizard and if it wasn't lizard, then what was it? Yeah. I don't know. And like if if eventually we evolve from bacteria, are we also still bacteria? I don't know. I don't know. And I obviously don't understand anything <laughs> anymore. You've just blown up my entire taxonom taxonometric worldview but continue i'm just derailing you now <laughs> no it's totally fine i enjoy this stuff so the the idea it, I, I the way i kind of thinking about it and maybe this is totally wrong is like in linguistics which is to say that like if a language started out as part of a um a, 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 what do they call them a, an original language group like there are like basically a bunch of very very high level language families mm-hmm. that are not subversions of anything else uh that that sort of uh, somehow came on their own but for to your point for evolution to be true that's like literally not how yeah we devolved from like wave so single cell everything stuff. evolved so i don't know at what point you are so like it's almost like a ship of theseus thing but i don't know like at what point you're so divorced from the the original thing that you've left it and become a new group but i think what they're saying is that if you're a direct descendant like as a po- like you have to transform into something else and the birds that existed in dinosaur times were very similar to the birds that exist now they were just hmm. bigger in most cases not all cases actually we think of dinosaurs as being very big but the a- average dinosaur was not that big so like mm-hmm. i think you know at at any rate they're included in the in the taxonomy for those reasons what i find interesting about that is that uh birds are are theropods and so are so is tyrannosaurus rex yeah and like that's pretty funny to me because they don't seem that similar but that's because a theropod is is defined as having hollow bones 
walking on two legs, having three toes and claws on each limb. Sounds like a chicken to me. Which sounds like a chicken and also like a T-Rex. Yeah. (laughs) And that's awesome. And I just want to say, by the way, a lot of this knowledge, this was also mentioned on the last episode, but a lot of this knowledge comes from my son and I watching literally every episode of Dinosaur Train on some level of repeat for the last five straight weeks that we were on our trip. And that show is not only an incredibly good kids show, and you should check it out if you haven't yet, but it features shockingly good dinosaur information, although some of it it will be out of date because obviously science keeps moving. But after each episode, so first of all, in the episodes, they do an incredible job of this. And my son now knows the name of like every dinosaur and every fact about dinosaurs and is like telling him, he's like, I love ceratopsians. And I'm like, you're three. But (laughs) also after each episode, there's a paleontologist who uh, sometimes goes into more detail. It's a specific guy. His name is Scott D. Sampson. And he is the he named a bunch of dinosaurs during like as part of the discovery teams and runs the California Academy of Sciences here. But in 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 the episode about birds and one of the episodes about birds, he specifically says all birds alive today are dinosaurs. And that is true. Uh, there's also a great episode called That's Not a Dinosaur in season two, where they have a great song about like what is and isn't dinosaurs. And they just point out that like Pteranodon's not a dinosaur. It's a pterosaur. Or, like all these different things are dinosaurs. It's it's great. I could not recommend Dinosaur Train more. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. But like, you know, on the one hand, I, I, I agree with the obvious point that when we say dinosaurs are still alive, it is not a satisfactory answer to someone who misses the idea of these fantastical creatures that used to exist. On the other hand, I think it is relevant and important because dinosaurs are still alive as are, by the way, a lot of things that lived at the same time of dinosaurs, like birds, closest cousins, the crocodile, which Mm -hmm. is still around today and was around back then. Or as we discussed on a previous episode, uh, the coelacanth, which is still around a bird, a, a fish, sorry, that was around at the time of the dinosaurs. And I think, you know, that's pretty cool. And it links us to then. And also, like, evolution is a thing that's hard for kids and people to, un- grown-ups to understand. And to see the way that birds, to think about, like, you know, ornithomimus or, like, dinosaurs and then think about an ostrich, right? Or think about, like, you know, Archaeopteryx or Confuciornis or something and then think about, like, a robin or a dove i think it's actually very helpful to understand that like dinosaurs are still here they evolved to survive this extinction event and it changed them dramatically uh and i think that that's actually an important thing to know i want i really want to watch i came across in the last few days this uh apple tv plus documentary it's david Attenborough, but it's about dinosaurs and it uses it's called prehistoric planet have you seen this yeah no i want to watch that it's apparently like well-funded like vfx and stuff like that to try and show like basically catch us up to date from like our yeah, imagination jurassic like park jurassic is park super wrong at this which point. like it was like jurassic park was really pushing the envelope compared to maybe what people thought from the 60s idea of what dinosaurs looked like but then they've learned so much since then and so it, like it catches that up um yeah and so uh it's yeah it's called prehistoric planet on apple tv uh plus if you have that in Pan-Pan. this is one it's of those things good. where it's important to remember that jurassic park came out in like 1994 yeah, which it's a, sound, it's, I mean, that's like, yeah, that's like, like what, 10 or 20 years five ago? Years no, ago? No, 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 it's, 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 it's a ago. really long time ago. And like, they didn't even know, like, for example, I specifically mentioned the velociraptors had feathers because the velociraptor in Jurassic Park, I've actually never seen Jurassic Park, that's an aside, but uh, Jurassic Park has famously very dangerous velociraptors, right? But in fact, yes, they yeah. were 
feathered and not particularly dangerous. So it's like, you know, just getting the real information. Or actually, one of my favorites is um, there's a dinosaur called Oviraptor. Are you familiar with that one? No. So Oviraptor means literally egg thief. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they named Oviraptor Oviraptor was that they, when they found the first one, it was like holding a bunch of eggs. Okay. And the people who discovered this dinosaur were like, ah, it stole those eggs. It's Oviraptor. And then later on, they were able to find out what kind of dinosaur was in the eggs. And, it's and it was Oviraptors. So it's right. like, okay. You know, or wow. like they thought that, you know, in my childhood, tr- tr- Triceratops and all these big horned dinosaurs had horns to like fight off predators right but in fact that's not really how horns work and they wouldn't have worked very well for that and the horns were probably for like fighting with each other a little bit and mostly showing off right like you know yeah it's just you know it's stuff i should like say that. i think i have to give a little follow-up on this prehistoric planet show that i recommend i haven't seen it but i checked it out on common sense media which is the site i think we mentioned before is good for looking up um maybe appropriate age to show kids different things if it might be too scary mm-hmm. for them or whatever and there's a parental review featured on here um, well, they didn't feature it, but it's it's prominent on here where they, they describe that this documentary has too much sex. It says, inappropriate T-Rex mating scene. <laughs> <laughs> so they only gave it three out of five stars. It said it's good other than that. Uh, so just watch out. I'm going to give you, I would b- bet all of my money that that is an american who wrote that <laughs> i mean i think that's a pretty good guess but, oh my goodness but if that's the if that's the biggest concern i think maybe yeah i maybe I maybe worry, not for akiva but yeah i, I would worry for akiva that it might be too scary but um uh, uh you know but like yeah he, but this comment says media sites great because you dinosaurs. if you're like oh i think it may be you have a good mental model of what kind of things he's scared by so yeah. you can click here and it says like predators hunt prey eats them enthusiastically yeah maybe dinosaurs are hunted by bigger dinosaurs and eaten right and you're like okay so maybe you want like them to be seven or eight or nine or totally whatever, all of that's kid, not right? happening right now but you can get but. those details on there um Instead of it just being like, well, you look at the cover and you're like, oh, it seems like a six-year-old thing. I don't know. This is what's like, so great about Dinosaur Train because they they are very accurate with their information. Uh, but How is their T-Rex mating details? But like, but like, not, are they no, but fully... I mean, like, you know, for example, they talk a lot about what animals eat, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily, they like leave out the part that would have little kids like connecting that to something, you know. Right. It like, don't actually show them rending the flesh of their friends. That's the right. It's just like, train. oh, we all eat birds or we all eat fish. You know what I mean? Or you eat leaves or whatever it is. Or um, the T-Rexes love to eat carrion and are pretty uh, like enthusiastic when they eat it. But they don't show them getting the carrion. But they do show them like following triceratopses on their migration. Right. So it's like you can figure it out. But they're not <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? <laughs> Maybe they're just going to hang out. But they're not necessarily calling it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty great. So the the moral of the story is birds are dinosaurs. Yes. Dinosaurs are not extinct. Yes. And that humans are lizards. <laughs> okay. We're, I love how this follow-up fact is going to lead to have to me do another follow-up fact. <laughs> like, <laughs> are humans lizards? <laughs> I mean, some of us are, but we don't need to get into that yeah, for sure. Episode. But I don't know if we're all uh, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're descended. <laughs> <laughs>